0: When you have an open mind, it opens so many doors. Because if you can start being open minded, it makes that person feel safe for sharing their story, and now you might share your story as well. And I think it has like that ripple effect that you know we all have to do our part. It's not just the person sharing their story that is kind of the first step to make to changing these conversations. Is one person shares their story.
1: Connection is at the heart of Seek the Joy podcast, and. Over the last two years through this series Lessons In, we've had incredible conversations that focus on the moments in our lives that shape us. From exploring conversations around resiliency, self-love, finding our path, forgiveness, shifting our mindset and so much more, this series continues to explore the joys we can find through these experiences and the connection and community we can create through sharing our reflections. It's an incredible, open, and honest look at the moments in our lives that impact us, inspire us, bring us together, and build greater connection. Every episode, including the one you're going to hear today, features a conversation that will leave you feeling inspired, motivated, and get you thinking about the moments in your life and the lessons that they've taught you. Every moment spent in connection changes who we are for the better, so let's dive right back in. Welcome back to another episode of Lessons In from Seek the Joy Podcast. Welcome back to Seek the Joy Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Lessons In. I'm your host, Sydney Weiss. And today, Zane Landon joins us to share a lesson he's learned about how storytelling can bring about transformational change. And I think we've really seen the impact of storytelling in the last couple of years, especially with the pandemic, everything we've gone through as a collective, but also our own personal individual experiences, because when you make the decision to share your story, and it can be with your journal or a friend or a family member, or if you take that step to share your story online or create a space to share stories, the impact is so far reaching. And I think we often underestimate the impact and the power of sharing our story. And this podcast Seek the Joy podcast for me from the very beginning has been about storytelling and how can we share our stories to remind not only ourselves, but also others that we're really never alone in what it is that we're experiencing. So today Zane joins me for this conversation and he shares how a school project turned into an online magazine dedicated to sharing inspiring, powerful community-based stories. And spoiler, that magazine is called Positive Vibes Magazine, and if you haven't checked it out, definitely do so after you listen to today's new episode. We talk about how we can create safe spaces to share our stories and really the impact of remaining open-minded. Zane dives into the power of sharing authentic stories that offer hope and the unexpected moments that can often serve as a catalyst for our own healing and transformation. We also talk about the impact of sharing stories on our joy and the lessons that come from storytelling. Zane's reflections, his honesty and vulnerability in this one, I just know it's going to leave you feeling inspired and also remind you that we can turn our hardships into something beautiful if only we have the courage to share our story. Now more than ever, I just think it's so important that we have reliable resources that we can turn to and that's where today's sponsor BetterHelp comes in. So I would love to share with you a little bit more about BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist and it's easy and free to change counselors if you don't think the person you've matched with is a good fit. And no matter where you're listening to Seek the Joy podcast right now, you can also use BetterHelp because the service is available for people worldwide too. I just think it's so valuable to talk to someone about what it is that you're going through, whether that's anxiety, depression, grief, loss, changes at work, or friendship dynamics or relationships, or you want to talk about the challenges of the last couple of years. And BetterHelp offers a broad range of expertise in their counselor network. So you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions too, which I still think is a game changer. I really want you to live a happier, more joyful, and just ease-filled life. That's why I share these conversations with you. And so I'm just excited to share that as a listener of Seek the Joy podcast, you will get 10% off your first month by going to BetterHelp.com slash Seek the Joy. Join over 1 million people and counting, taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. That's BetterHelp.com. H-E-L-P dot com slash seek the joy. The link will also be included in our show notes. The role of community and storytelling is huge and we all have a community around us, but you also have the power to create greater community when you start to share your story. And, And I think that's probably one of my favorite moments from today's episode with Zane is just the impact of putting our story out there and the lessons that come from storytelling and just the optimism, joy, and positivity that's possible. But we're not talking like toxic positivity here. We're talking like, The ability to hold struggle and hardship and loss and grief uh, and disappointment in one hand and joy, hope, love, encouragement, empowerment in the other. So Zane, thank you so much for this conversation. I want to tell you guys a little bit more about Zane before we dive in. He's a strategic storyteller and public relations imagineer. He's an advocate for disability and mental health rights. And he started his own digital magazine to spark conversations about mental health During the pandemic, he's running his own public relations agency, representing mental health, wellness, and spirituality. And he's currently a senior at Cal Poly Pomona. So Zane, thank you so much for this one. As always, guys, I can't wait to hear what you think about today's new episode. So make sure to join the conversation on our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We are at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere. Hit follow or subscribe wherever you're tuning in. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, Just letting you know, we will be off next week. No new episode of the podcast, but I'll see you back here in June. Like where is this year going? I have no idea. So, all right, that's it. Without further ado, let's dive into this one. Lessons in storytelling to bring about transformational change with Zane Landon. You turned, I know this like incredible school project into an online magazine, um, that's dedicated to sharing inspiring and powerful, community-based storytelling. Um, And I know that it has brought about such transformational, positive change for both you and your readers, um, because I'm a reader. So I would just love to know, like, how did all of this come about? How did you get started?
0: Of course. And uh, thank you again for having me on this. It's so exciting to collaborate and work together. And anyways, I started Positive Vibes Magazine very early on in the pandemic so it started in May of 2020 which that's really 2 to 3 months into the pandemic and i thought that i personally wanted to see a space dedicated to mental health during the pandemic there are actually many platforms doing that but i wanted i just wasn't around that and i wanted to just start one myself especially since i also wanted to tackle the media's lack of dedication and coverage of mental health i thought that the mainstream media hasn't done a good job in covering mental health even like some of the mainstream major news channels not really talking about the mental health community or talking about mental health community but using it as a way to augment other communities never on its own and so I wanted there to be a space for people to experience inspiring stories during COVID because it's not something we're seeing and I think what's interesting is the authentic positive storytelling it's something that I think is going to change a lot and I think it's something we're seeing lately and you know, like employers are telling authentic stories of their employees of like diversity, inclusion and so many different things. I think authentic, positive storytelling is actually going to change a lot in the future. And so I'm actually excited to see what that looks like. And I'm not saying we started that now, but it's just great seeing that uh, across the board with many people doing podcasts, sharing just, you know, people's journeys. And I think people resonate with that so much more now than other things because um, they can feel inspired or transformed by it and so yeah I just as you said it started off as a school project that we had to just create a a publication for the copywriting class and I decided to actually pursue it it just came into my mind one time when I was chatting with my friend and I thought why don't we actually start something like this because what exactly is stopping us it's all about just spreading positivity we don't need to be millionaires to start something like this uh which is what taught me you know anyone can kind of start anything they can and there's always those little things telling you not to do it. And yeah. so I decided to go against that and just, just try it and see what happens. And, you know, since then we've been able to feature so many people and it's actually aided my growth so much because I am surrounded by these people now. It's not just reading about them. It's like actually interviewing them and engaging with them. And I've been able to do like around, I don't know, 60 to 65 interviews
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, I'm sure as you can imagine, you just learned so much during these interviews and they really help you grow personally. And it's just great to share and amplify their messaging on your platform and see exactly how they can, how you can inspire them, um, you know, your audience through their story. I hope that makes sense. No, that makes so
1: much sense.
0: And, you know, also um, as you said, it's transformed me with helping my mental health and also we've been able to tap into the spirituality realm and so it's opened up kind of a world of going into different spirituality and questioning different things and always being open-minded to everything that's possible with people who are mediums or psychics or people who believe in afterlife or whatever it is stuff that i've never really been exposed to as much it's really helped challenge me so it's it's helped everything
1: Hmm. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all that. There are a couple of things that you said that really stuck out to me. And it's this piece about authentic storytelling. And you were talking about how you feel, or you see in the future, it's going to shift. And I was reflecting on, I feel in a lot of ways, the pandemic helped shift our comfort level with being um, open and honest about our reality, our day-to-day reality, the struggles that we experience. And I think we're seeing it, um, at all levels. Like if you're in corporate America, I I think bosses are more willing to be open about their journeys and more receptive to those of their employees. Or if you're Mm -hmm. in online spaces, people are more open about uh, what they're experiencing with their mental health and, you know, the need to take a break and burnout. And I think the the nature of conversation like has changed so much. So you're right. I think it's going to be interesting to see um, how this continues to shift over time. And as we all continue to step into sharing our stories in a way that feels um, safe and comfortable and honest for ourselves, I think it's going to have a big impact too.
0: I agree. I've seen such a huge shift from the pandemic. I just personally hope that the pandemic doesn't allow people to stay that way. I mean, what I mean is like going back to normal and that the pandemic is the inspiration to stay that way. Cause when we do reach endemic, whenever we do, if we're doing it right now, I'm not really sure But I don't want places and organizations to go back to not providing that safe space to share authentic stories. I don't want COVID to be the excuse to do that because it's like, I remember hearing, Oh, this is such a horrible time. I understand if you have to take off time. I mean, I don't think that that's a good reason to accept someone needing to pick up their kids or something as like, You know, if they don't work that day or have to take some time off, you know, um, I just hope that we can, we don't go away from that as things get more back
1: to normal. Yeah, yeah. It's about seeing this as a cultural shift mm-hmm. um, and not just like the pandemic was like the reason behind mm-hmm. taking better care of yourself or being able to leave to go pick up your kids from, from school and take them to soccer practice. Like this is a cultural dynamic shift, I think is what you're, what you're saying. Yeah. Totally. I know like one of the questions that you ask through your work and your platform with Positive Vibes Magazine is how can we shift the world, but not just shift the world. How can we do so um, positively? And I know a huge aspect of this is about community and building community. And so I'm curious about the role of community and storytelling. Um, I think, I mean, I have my perspective, but I would just love to hear your thoughts, maybe just about this role of community and, and its connection to storytelling.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's really interesting. You know, when we think about telling our stories, it's always about telling our personal stories and sharing our truths and using I statements. I think that's all, you know, really empowering and important. But I think what's really cool is when you have to think about when someone's telling their story, even if they use I statements, they have a whole community behind them and a community that we may not even see. Like my community, your community, everyone has this community and I think that that's what brings the storytelling to life is how your community has shaped who you are and also what you've gone through individually. And I think when you hear that, it's like recognizing that community is so important, not just from the stories you tell, but then when you tell your stories, the community you're going to impact. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting how you can have community or you can create it. And I think, again, the more you are personally sharing your truth, you're creating community and you never know what, I mean, I don't think a community has to be, you know, a group of people you're always connected with, like physically. Sometimes I think that, you know, just putting it out there and even putting your story out there, you have a community that's supporting you. You don't even know it. You may not Mm -hmm. even know it. And I think there's something really beautiful about that, Um, because sometimes we don't need to know exactly how we impact people. Just know that putting yourself out there can impact people and just keep being yourself and being true to that. I hope that makes sense.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's interesting because when you make the choice to share your story or put something on the internet, like a post talking about what you've been experiencing or even this cool place that you've been, it could be anything. You really don't know how that is going to impact someone else. So, so interesting that you said Mm -hmm. uh, community in storytelling can even be just putting your story, your message out there. And it has this domino effect to people that you don't even know, that Mm -hmm. you don't even know what's happening. this impact on and something that I've been reflecting a lot on, um, in the last four and a half years, almost five years of doing this podcast is I, and I've said this from the very, very beginning. And I know Zane, you and I have had so many conversations about this, that we all really have a story that's worth sharing, but we all we don't always recognize that there is a place or a space to share that story. And I think we can underestimate the value and the impact um, of our story and the way that it impacts us, but also those around us and then those that we don't um, even know. And so I'm curious through the magazine and the platform that you've built, um, how have you been able to create this space? or space, create a safe space maybe for people to feel um, that they can reflect on their journey or share what they're creating in the world. Because I think it's um, I think it's a beautiful gift to be able to create a space where people like come to it and feel inspired and want to share and know that they're going to be accepted. Um, so I'm curious how that's been a focus for you and, and how you've really been able to do that.
0: Yeah, no, know. And I never thought we would do that because at first we were just thinking of writing blog posts about mental health. And, you know, our first couple of postings that that is that about like going to therapy and using creative writing. But <clears throat> we had one person reach out about being interviewed and, you know, they experienced numerous levels of death at a very young age. And, you know, they're a life coach now and they do a lot of different things. And it's really exciting that someone actually reached out at the time. And that was like the first person we ever interviewed. And I actually wasn't involved in that interview. My writer was at the time. But afterward, I was able to do some interviews. And I just think what I did was I just allowed people to have the space to talk about whatever they wanted and no judgment. And I think that was what inspires people is, you know, seeing people being their unapologetic self as a story, I think inspires people. And that's where people may reach out or they may you know, feel inspired to tell their stories to their community members or their families or whatever it is. And I think that's exactly what we're always trying to preach is just be your unapologetic self and just embrace who you are. And this is a space to do so. And it's really interesting. I've had some interviews where I've had to ask a lot of questions. And I've had some interviews where I didn't have to ask anything because they were talking for almost 40 minutes, Wow! which to me, that's exciting because then Mm -hmm. maybe that's normal for them, but it's still very nice that they did feel comfortable enough to share that I just try my best to just be present and be engaging and be intentional as I can. And I think that hopefully people can feel that presence and then they're able to, you know, build off that energy and then, you know, just be themselves. And, you know, it's, all, it's always exciting to see not just the interview go up, but then when we share like the draft, the story, they're always really excited to see it and see their story, you know you know, transformed in real material and they really love it. So
1: Hmm.
0: that's really exciting. I think that's, hopefully that answers your question.
1: Yeah. It's this piece about creating a space with no judgment, no barrier to entry, right? You know, it's like, if you want to share your story, we're here and ready and open and willing and able to share your story. And I think when you cultivate a space without judgment, when you make it very known that, Hey, like this is a space where you can be very honest about and very vulnerable about, what it is that you're experiencing, no matter who you are in the world, I think um, it comes across. And that's what I've tried to do as well with the podcast, with Stories of Inspiring Joy and with Joy Corner as well is is really send this message of, hey, like this space, this platform is meant to share your story in any which way that you feel the most comfortable and able and excited to. And I just feel excited to be able to do that for you. Um, And I think- I, it's interesting, like I had that intention from the very beginning, and it's I just find it so cool like when you hold an intention, it has this ability to sort of um project out of the thing that you've created and into the world or into the universe, so to speak and I feel like a similar um similar vibe, I guess you could say with what you've created with positive vibes as well where it's it kind of comes through that that was your intention um that was your goal to provide that space for people uh to reflect and to share and to be open and honest without without that judgment
0: no yeah and I love what you're doing too and I think you know having that space and you know just reading about when someone does grow through some of the things that you know that people grow through I think that's inspiring as well because you don't have that feeling that you're alone and I think that some of the things that You know, some of the people that we feature, what they've gone through, as I'm sure you can kind of, um, you've experienced probably doing this as, you know, some people have been, you know, involved in gangs, who've been sexually assaulted and, you know, or raped or horribly taken advantage of. And I think that's where the inspiration comes from, because they've been able to transform those really horrible hardships into you know, something beautiful, it's kind of like, kind of like a butterfly. (laughs) That's how I kind of see it, that, you know, they were kind of trapped in, like, that cocoon, and then, like, you know, they actually evolved into a butterfly, and they're, even though it was horrible what happened to them, they're using it in a good way, and they're Mm -hmm. using it to aid in their healing and make an impact in the world. So when someone sees that online and says, oh, they've been, you know, raped or sexually assaulted or something really horrible, something like that, it's like, wow, I've been through that, and why don't we talk about this more? in society you know um why are people not comfortable talking about this i think we're moving towards people talking more about stuff like that more comfortably and mental health but we're still very far from it so it's nice to give some people the space to do that and even if it doesn't create the impact we're thinking um or as long as it impacts that one person i think that's fine and hearing a story like that it's got to impact someone especially since so many people have experienced that
1: yeah, I think it goes to show that you never know what the catalyst is going to be to um it, like begin that transformation for yourself. I love what you said that it can aid in your healing. This moment, this this moment that we might otherwise categorize as um really tragic or dark or grief-stricken or horrendous whatever, it can really be this catalyst that ends up Aiding in your healing. And it's often through making that choice to explore our story or share our story or dive into our story, either on our own or with the help of someone else who's sitting down and we're having a conversation or we're doing a podcast or whatever it might be that really allows you, I think, to, I think it's a bit of like a perspective shift too that comes as a result of like engaging in in a conversation about your story um, that allows you to sit back and go, oh, wait, yeah, this was horrible, but. Maybe this was the catalyst that allowed me to move from caterpillar to butterfly, like to come out of the cocoon, as you said. I mean, there, there's no way to know in the moment, but so interesting. I've seen that too in the um, conversations I've had for the podcast or the people I've interviewed or what I've read, the submissions that come through for Joy Corner is like, whoa, the, there are so m- it's like more often than not where there's this moment that serves as that catalyst for change. And it's not just change, it's like this transformation that like wouldn't otherwise take place. You
0: no, know, I think that's exactly it. And especially when you mentioned the beginning of this, the transformational positivity, I wish that was more of a well-known ter- term. I, I would love <laughs> for it to be more popular because that's exactly what it is. It's, you know, how you transform your wounds or hardships into- yeah positivity and I think that that's really inspiring and that's where it's very empowering especially you know I don't want to like stop people from sharing their story but what's so empowering is when you see people actually use something from what they've experienced yeah you know I mean I think some people are different places in their storytelling and sometimes some people it is very hard but what I love about these stories is they're at a place where They can speak on it positively that it's something they've gone through and now they're trying to help others. Mm -hmm. That's really empowering for others because to actually see someone go through that and be an icon or be successful, it kind of takes away some grief that you're experiencing that, you know, of what happened to you. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think part of sharing your story or storytelling or, um, just talking about the impact of, of this work in general, I think a lot about the different lessons that have come to me in my life as a result of the podcast, as a result of these conversations, as a result of storytelling. And so I'm curious, Zane, um, is there like a lesson or something that you've learned the most about yourself or maybe even just the impact, um, of storytelling through this journey over the last, I guess it's been two years, right? Since you started the magazine, which is incredible. Is there a lesson? Is there, yeah, is there a lesson or anything that sort of stands out to you um, as you reflect on this time for yourself? Yes.
0: And yeah, it's almost two years. It'll be two years in May, so just two months away. And yeah, throughout the past two years, I think the main lesson I've learned is don't underestimate people and also, just be open-minded. That's the main thing I ask people because, you know, we share so many different stories. You know, like yourself, we, we share all these stories and you know what? We do not have to resonate with all of them.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: think that's fine. If there is a story you don't resonate with then you don't resonate with it, you don't have to. Um, but just be open-minded to their perspective, though. Like You can say, oh, I don't agree with this, what this person is saying. I don't vibe with it. That's fine. You know, but we can still have respect and we can still acknowledge people's stories. I think we're in like this place in society where it's easy to dismiss people because I don't agree with you or we don't get along or we're too different. I don't like that. (laughs) I don't like that because we're so different because we look at those differences. So like we scrutinize those differences. Instead we should be looking at what actually makes that community. Like you said before, you know, like how do we actually build that community? So not finding what makes us different, but finding what actually makes us similar and how we can actually build from that. I think that's the one thing I've learned. And when you have an open mind, it opens so many doors because if you can start being open-minded, it makes that person feel safer sharing their story. And now you might share your story as well. And I think it has like that ripple effect mm-hmm. that, you know, we to do our part. It's not just the person sharing their story. That is kind of the first step to make, to changing these conversations is one person shares their story, but if no one does anything about it or they're open minded to it it's unfortunate that not much will change from that person sharing their story and it's sad that that person sharing their story may not you know have the weight that it could have if you had people in the room who you know were open minded even like before you know when people had all these concerns about de and i stuff or diversity and inclusion and people just weren't you know supporting it cuz they just didn't understand it or they didn't they weren't open-minded to it, you know? And if we can just kind of try and get rid of that, um, you know, that tunnel vision that we have, and we all have it. We all have tunnel vision when it comes to certain things um, because we all have, we all have biases. And so we can try and move away from them just by, just by listening to someone and being open-minded. It's that simple because, you know, listening and being open-minded, you'll be surprised how much you have in common with someone just because you have very different philosophies. But again, even if you don't at all, that doesn't mean mm-hmm. you can't still respect each other.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think
0: we f- just forget that, you know, we're humans, and that we see so much division nowadays mm-hmm. with everything, with literally everything, um, in a way. And so, I think we need to stop. We need to stop with the division storytelling or divisive storytelling, and move to the community-based storytelling. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for sharing that. I think it's it's such a good point because there's a beautiful ripple effect that comes from being open-minded, from making, I think, the choice for yourself to remain open-minded. And when part of that ripple effect, part of that domino effect is greater kindness, greater support, greater empathy, uh, a greater understanding that we are more alike than we are different. You're right. There is so much diverse, divisive, divisive. I can't talk today. It's like too early in the morning on a Sunday. There's too (laughs) much storytelling or conversation that's meant to divide us than is meant to unite us. And I think um, part of being open-minded in these spaces or just in your life in general is about normalizing the the fact that we're not always going to agree with each other and normalizing the fact that we're going to have conversations that are difficult. We're going to have conversations that will challenge us. We're going to have a conversation where I might think one thing and you might think another, but Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that we can't still unite around our shared empathy, humanity. and the fact that at the end of the day, we're all human, just like you said. And so I think you're you're spot on. It's about coming back to remembering um, that if you can start with being open-minded, it has this incredible domino effect uh, that we may not even recognize in the moment. So thank you for sharing that. That makes so much sense.
0: You know, yeah, of course. And I hope it's something that people can continue doing. And even through the magazine, since, you know, as you're aware of, you know, we're always, we're always presenting with so many different perspectives and so many different stories. I, I just don't imagine myself having the right to say someone's story is right or wrong, mm-hmm. or that's a, or that's, that's a weird way to think. It's always, no, everyone's perspective, you know, is powerful and they need to be listened to. Um, you know, like one of my favorite interviews I did was with Amy White and she is a medium and she's and just,
1: a total friend of seek the joy podcast she was yes on i saw the that i saw too. that she followed
0: mm-hmm. and i was i saw that she's she, wonderful you know and i was like you know i uh, i think i think amy's amazing and that was like one of the that was probably one of the first interviews i did because i was in the summer when i first started basically and yeah her interview left me shocked in a very good way because our energies just vibe really well and we did an instagram live recently when it marked like the one year so i think that was in the summer and again our energies vibe really well and we were able to just carry a seamless conversation but anyways she's someone that you know i really love talking to but my lived experience is not mediumship i wish it was but <laughs> it's not something i've experienced it's not something i don't know if i ever will but i'm not opposed to it i'm not opposed to maybe it will happen to me one day but just because it's not my lived experience doesn't mean i'm going to deny someone else their lived experience because it's not mine um so well i personally don't get mediumship because i've never experienced it myself I'm not going to sit here and say it doesn't exist because I think it does. Um, and I never would have thought that. I didn't even know what medium was until I had the chance to talk to Amy. I was like, what's a medium? Because I really thought when I researched she's a medium, I was like, oh, so she specializes in medium, like content, like, like the, the website medium. Like, I really didn't know what that meant. But then oh, I looked it so up, good. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even know that there was like a whole community about this. And I, I think it's really, not to be mean, but it's a little arrogant to say All these mediums are frauds. I'm like, there's literally thousands of a community of mediums. And I don't think it's our place to say they're wrong when it's just something we haven't experienced. Just It's all about just being open-minded, like I Mm -hmm. said before, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's such a good point. Just because you haven't experienced it yourself doesn't mean that it isn't real or true or true for someone else, which I think is a total important reminder and and perspective for all of us to carry you are on seek the joy podcast so you know i gotta ask you about joy in your life um and i have to ask you maybe you know tying this through the magazine and storytelling curious about um the impact of joy in your life over the last two years through sharing these stories through talking to people like amy uh through having these experiences has there been more joy has joy showed up differently for you What, what does that look like
0: of course. I think that um, joy has showed up differently because what the magazine kind of what we try and teach is, you know, joy or positivity or optimism is not a linear path in the slightest. It's it's kinda like a roller coaster and you can't see that roller coaster either, because you can't see when you're gonna go down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so it has shown up differently for me just because of all the different things I've experienced. But what I would say is I do think that the magazine has brought more joy just because it's given me like those tools of optimism and positivity where I'm able to, you know, when I experience something to be inspired by the people I have listened to and also just hear what they've gone through. And it's like, I'm I'm going through something very similar actually. And to hear them talk about what helped them I can apply it. Mm
1: -hmm. So I can
0: physically apply some of the stuff that they've talked about into my life, and that's helped so much. So it's been like a learning guide from many of these, from many people, but also just being exposed to sharing positive content is very helpful as well. Um, Even sometimes when I'm, you know, not feeling it, um, I'm still researching positive quotes or positive messages around mental health and all that stuff and sharing people's stories. So it kind of keeps me in that space of being positive and even when I forget those positive roots Mm -hmm. I will always um remember the stuff I've read and I continue to do so and I really wish there was something in the world about optimism joy and positivity um like a college course Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really Mm -hmm. wish there was like looking at the different cultures and how they seek joy or how they see positivity and how they are resilient during these times I think that would be really interesting so I think resiliency is the main thing I'm talking about. If it's joy, positivity, optimism, it's all together in this. I think that it all has developed like resiliency and to the point where I've experienced a lot of different things during the pandemic as we all have. And I think that it's really great that we can all come out of it even stronger than before. And even like we said, more understanding, which I love because it's, it's, it's about time that we're at an equal playing field at this point. We're, We may not be all equal, but it's nice that we're all seeing each other as equal. Uh, Even though we were on the computer and everything was digitalized, I felt like there was actually a little more humanity
1: Mm -hmm. because
0: we were on the same page. Like I've never experienced that in my life where I saw that people were all on the same page, and everyone—that's how it felt. I feel like the whole world was at a stillness. And we talk about stillness, like meditating. I think that I talked about this recently with someone. That, you know, when you meditate, you're trying to get to that stillness or that feeling of inner reflection. And a lot, of, a lot of people don't even know what stillness is or what meditation is. Or maybe they do, but they've never done it. But I really think that, like, the pandemic was kind of like a weird um, meditation. Because we all had to be stuck with our thoughts at home. And we all had to kind of reflect on who we are. And we had to kind of have made changes from that. And so all that stuff, all that stuff, because everything... <laughs> Because this whole magazine was born from the pandemic and all the uncertainty the pandemic has brought. So it's very interesting to see how it has impacted my life. And now I know that, you know, we're really truly not alone and we should kind of, I wish we would stop acting like we are. And I'm not saying that people do that by choice. I'm just saying, you know, I wish we we were there more for each other and that we would reach out more, and also people would lend a hand more. I hope that makes sense all I'm saying. I know it's a little (laughs) rambling.
1: I appreciate what you were saying about joy, optimism, and positivity, and its connection to resilience, and not to say that when you go through a hardship, you're the first thing you're thinking about is, okay, where's my joy? Where's my joy? Where's my positivity? In fact, it doesn't come right away, but often I have found um through recognizing and acknowledging what it is that I'm experiencing in any given moment. And over time, it does lend itself to greater joy because I'm allowing myself to experience uh, those more, you know, challenging emotions, I guess you could say is how we categorize it as a society and through connecting with others and through storytelling. I mean, that has been such a huge part of my healing process in the last four and a half years and has lent lend itself, just like you were sharing to greater joy because joy looks different for me now than it did in 2016 or, or 2017, whatever, you know, the time frame is. And so I'm wondering, you know, as we close out this conversation and I'm reflecting on uh, what we've talked about here today, maybe so much of the transformational change that comes from storytelling and engaging in these spaces is recognizing that, Joy comes from the sense of resiliency and resiliency also comes from joy. From optimism, joy and positivity can come greater self-awareness and um, greater confidence in yourself and a greater understanding and greater connection. I mean, there's like, um, I'm imagining like you, when we were in school and we would draw these like little graphs and then lines would come out of the the circle, it like, and looking, thinking of it like as a spider web and all these beautiful okay. things, right? That come out of it. Um, so I just so appreciate what you shared and in, in that perspective because, yeah, I think so much of this transformational change is about the way maybe we start to look at joy, positivity, and optimism very differently. And in doing so, it brings us together in a way that maybe we didn't anticipate. Or would have been wouldn't have happened otherwise. Food for thought. Food yeah, for no. thought.
0: No, I agree with that. And I also like wanna, you know, share my perspective on joy, positivity, and optimism. It's not about I don't think it's about, you know, denying your feelings or always having that joy or positivity, like you said, you know, where's my joy? Or where's my positivity? Why can't it be positive? Um you don't need to be. The whole point of the positive storytelling journey is these people have gone through something, but they've been able to turn that into positivity and inspiration. Yeah. But I don't think they're very positive at the time when it first happened. Maybe some of them were but chances are if you go through something and what you're going through, allow yourself to go through it. Um, I think if you're going to try and find positivity right away, you might be masking your feelings or masking your experiences. And mm-hmm. that could have some horrible underlying effects in the future. I'm not going to speak for everyone, but that, but that would happen with me. But I think that you know it's all about just having those tools and that resiliency to keep pushing forward but it's not about always being positive because that's literally impossible Amen. And I think if, that, if our expect if our expectations to always be positive we'll 100% fail there's no way we could always do that even when you see people on TV or people who are really bubbly sometimes they're the most depressed people because maybe they want to help maybe they want other people to feel better maybe they want to feel better in that moment. But I think when we see constant positivity or constant happiness, um, it's not the best because that's just not what we're designed to do. We're not designed to have... I mean, Inside Out is the perfect example if anyone's seen that Such movie. Such a good
1: movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean,
0: Joy right there. She learns that the other emotions are equally as important as her. And the sadness that comes about that character brings the joy and community because at the end when she's sad by herself, her teammates come and cheer up that community came about. I just love that. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's that's what I have to say about
1: that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for this conversation. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, I would love it if you would share where everyone can connect with you, connect with the magazine, um, you know, maybe share their story and 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 learn more.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, if you're interested... You can follow me on my personal pages, which is like my first and last name. And then there's also the magazine um, socials, which are the, it's not Positive Vibes Magazine. It's Positive Vibes Mag. Those are the handles except for YouTube and LinkedIn. So Facebook and Instagram. And then the website is PositiveVibesMag.com, where you can see some of the really cool stories that we've been able to share. And reach out if you want to be, you know, if you want your voice amplified, we're always looking for people, um, anyone. So uh, thank you so much, Sydney, for this. This was super exciting. I know it's been in the works for some time, so it's great Mm -hmm. to actually do it and really talk about these things in a deep, meaningful way.
1: You're so welcome. Thank you, Zane. Everything will go in the show notes. We'll make it so easy for uh, everyone to connect with you, to connect with the magazine, uh, follow along and learn more. And just thanks for such a wonderful conversation. Really, I think talking about the lessons maybe that come in our lives through storytelling and, um, you know, this perspective shift too on uh, positivity, optimism, and joy. So thanks again. This was really fun. Seek the Joy podcast is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created, produced, and hosted by me, Sydney Weiss. You can tune into all of our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. And if you're enjoying the show, hit follow and leave us a five-star rating and review. Make sure to join the community. Join the conversation on our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We are at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere. And don't forget, you can actually watch today's new episode and all of our episodes on our brand new YouTube channel. Click that link in the show notes to subscribe and tune in. As always, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you right back here next week for another Seek the Joy Tuesday.